Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. We've got Ash Keating, who is a visual artist. Welcome to the show, Ash. Hi there. Thank you for having me. Sorry, I couldn't get there. Uh, no, no, that's all right. The, the main thing is that we can talk to we've you. We've got least. you. So that's we've about, got yeah. you. Now, uh, Ash, before before we actually ta- start talking about the the current exhibition, let's let's find a little bit about yourself. Actually, I mean, for those people who haven't probably watched the Art Hunter, which I know you've you've been on with David, but for our listeners who don't know uh, or you know or don't know much about you, you've got to you've got to see it, people. You've got to check it out. Who, who are you, and how did you get started yeah. in the arts? <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, uh, look, I had a great chat with David on his program and uh, his enthusiasm for my practice and the project that I'm showing at the moment um, is really appreciated. And I um, and yeah, a lot of my a lot of my friends and uh, my niece and nephew were happy to see me on the TV. Um, so, it's, but and, give, give us a, a bit of a background for our uh, listeners because yeah, you, sure. you've got a. Yeah, like the way what you do is pretty extraordinary. I like the exhibition that's on at present is a bit different to a lot of the other stuff you do. What's this fetish that you have, which I keep on uh, (laughs) uh, picking on you about your fetish with fire extinguishers? Yes, well, I have uh, hundreds and hundreds of them. I'm a bit of a hoarder uh, of them, and. uh, as as I told you, and you love the story, I chased down the uh, the owner of a fire hydrant company uh, when he was on the freeway, and um, he had a, a cage of extinguishers which I needed because I was painting a big mural um, at the behind the uh, Victorian College of the Arts in 2016 using paint in the pressurized fire extinguishers, and I only had about a, a dozen or two, and it was a big project. And so I was, I was, I was driving down the freeway, and I saw this cage full of. I knew I needed those, so I hailed this guy down. And he thought you were a madman. <laughs> he did. He did, and he still thinks it's mad to this day. But he loves telling people the story, and um, and to this day he donates them to me, and I use uh, I use them to fill with paint. There's all different types. Some shoot higher than others, and yeah. So I, I paint with pressurized paint so so therefore you know like to describe for for our listeners you squirt the paint from a fire hydrogen (laughs) up the the walls is that right i do i do indeed many uh many of them all at once different colors i use a lot of water as well um to so i use extinguishers just for their normal purpose with water to wet the wall or to make the paint drip or create a gravity flow within the work. Um, but yeah, I sort of came up with the idea over 20, well, I wouldn't say I came up with the idea, but I heard about um, graffiti taggers using them over 20 years ago. And then I was really into making public paintings of abstraction and actually getting out of reach of graffiti, really. And so, um, so I started doing a few in the center of uh, the city. Now, Ash, can I just ask you, with with the fire extinguisher, how does that differ yeah. from, say, using a, you know, like a spray, you know, like a jet spray or something, you know, like an, an Yeah, sure. 
Sure. Well, the thing is, it's, it allows, uh, like a, a an airless sprayer or an air sprayer yeah. or what have you, it atomizes the paint to a certain extent, um, which, um, you know, I guess makes it more susceptible to being carried in the air or, oh, or okay. even though even though it comes out quite uh, intensely it's so, sort of softer whereas an extinguisher you can put a very thick paint in there with the high pressure of air and it shoots it out as like a heavy kind of um uh, you know drop of paint mm. if, if you like mm. yeah. uh but the interesting thing is that it's you know like Melbourne now um, at um, NGV um, a, a few yeah. years back, you painted the the side of the NGV, the the side that faces um, the art centre. Um, you know, like just that alone is um, prestigious enough. But then you were down in uh, Warrnambool and you painted um, a shed on the the grounds of the Warrnambool Gallery, and somebody from a, a gallery in Switzerland saw it on Instagram and next minute you're on a plane going over there to paint with your fire extinguishers um, in, the, in the grounds of this historic building that's got all this precious art inside. Tell, tell our um, listeners about that. Sure. Yeah, look, uh, it was two years really to the day, I guess, the then director of the Warrnambool Art Gallery, she had a... Um, well, the council was going to repaint their gallery and she had an idea that she'd get me in between um, to brighten up the outside of the gallery and um, do a big abstract painting with the extinguishers. And I did that with neon colours. It was representative of kind of like the the post-sunset colours down there, uh, well, across all of um, the country, really. Um and it was at the end of the pandemic. A lot of people were looking at taking photos of sunsets and sharing those. So it was based around that. And, yeah, I posted images online. And the director of Museum Langmart in Baden, Switzerland, was watching. And he has a building, which was the old caretaker's building on the ground, which they are demolishing in about six months to create a new um uh, entrance way to the gallery and he in the back of his mind he wanted to do some sort of art intervention with it and it, as soon as he saw the images of what I'd done to the Warnable Gallery he immediately sent an email in the middle of the night for me <laughs> woke up to it and it was an invitation to go paint uh, this uh, very European angled roof kind of structure in this beautiful uh, gardens, and yeah, it was very surreal days. <laughs> right, and <laughs> and the fact is that there were about a hundred or more people watching you do it, so it was performance yeah. art, and people were filming it. There were dr drones going up, you know, like uh, sh shooting it from the air. Um, you know, like yeah. uh, Ash, how exciting must have that have been? You know, like could you, you know, like being on the other side of the world doing something in this historic. Mm -hmm. Uh, gardens of where this beautiful house is with all these antique furniture and famous paintings as well. And here you are, you know, like doing this out in the garden. No, it was incredible. They they were very keen to for the, the community that lived nearby to be able to see me do it. And that was part of the invitation was, could you do the painting, but also could you do it live so as people could watch it unfold and definitely because of the speed in which I paint with the extinguishers and it only takes anywhere between sort of half a minute and a couple of minutes um, to let all of the paint out of a nine litre extinguisher. 
across um, in between, you know, I'm making decisions about where to put paint. But, you know, the, this large house was painted over the course of a day, uh, each side in the morning and the afternoon, and different people came at different times of the day. In the morning, it was funny, there were a lot of school kids that came, and they were kind of um, all heckling me, used <laughs> different colours. <laughs> if I picked up the wrong colour for them, they were like, no, use the other colour. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so cool. That's, that's really cool. And and then you know like they've even made a book on your you know like you being there because there's another couple of pieces that you use one for inside and one one for outside as well uh, and yeah. a, a Monet one that you did your interpretation of a Monet that they've got in the gardens and you know like and they've got this book a coffee table book um, you know like how special and they is made that? it at record time made it in record time <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, within a few days of returning from the show, like in, I painted it around the 19th of August and then I got back around the 26th and they were sending me proofs of the book and <laughs> I was editing my photos and getting ready, doing interviews with them. And uh, it's already out. You can get it actually on Amazon. It's Ashkeeting um, Museum Langmat. Right. Um, it's pretty reasonable. I think it's just over 50. Right. Or so. Okay. So it's a really um, beautiful hardcover book. Yeah. And it's got, um, it's got images of the Monet response, which is related to the Claude Monet they have in their collection. And it's an ice flows at twilight painting where the, the ice is melting on the Seine River. Um, uh, 1893 I think it was and so I, I did an interpretation of that painting and then that's hanging in their garden as well right fantastic now let, let's talk about this exhibition that you you've got that opened um just recently um uh, yeah. w what's it called uh, so it's called Pressure. Hey, I wonder uh, why. Pressure. Hey, <laughs> hey. But you're not using the um, the extinguishers here, are you? No, I know. I know. Initially, I thought I might with this paint, with this painting series, but I also, when I was painting that Monet work, I used this liquid hand soap as a masking fluid between where I was painting the ice uh, and the water. And I really thought it was an interesting medium to kind of have a liquid mask where you could put down something on a, on an existing color, pre-painted color, and then spray over the top. And then once the paint was dry, I used the water pressure uh, or pressure washer to kind of rinse off the soap. And anywhere the soap was um, moving and sitting on the surface, the, 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 the color underneath would then come out. So it's almost like a negative um and an erase an erasure painting in a yeah. sense. And and they're uh, huge. Yeah. They're huge as well, aren't they? How big are they? Uh, there's nine paintings. It's a massive gallery out of Bunjil Place in City of Casey. There's so I really wanted to make use of their gallery and give the public uh, an a full immersive painting experience. Um, two hundred and fifty centimeters high and 375 long right. and then they're broken up into nine panels wow um, where each painting flows into the next and they were painted um, in in pairs and then um, and then each 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 painting the next painting was kind of moved next to the other one um, to kind of keep the flow happening yeah, between yeah. them. Yeah, but then, yeah. you know, like, so, so this exhibition runs for 
um, yeah, like the fair while, doesn't it? Yeah, the tenth of February. Yeah. yeah, they really wanted to. No, no, seventeenth of March. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, they wanted to really um, be the big summer kind of blockbuster yeah. out in um, city of Casey, yeah. and so I, I, because of that length time frame, and they had a theatre nearby, or well, it's basically in the same precinct. Yep. Uh, I was inspired by the Safety Curtain project in Vienna, where they have a printed or original artwork on the curtain at the opera um, in Vienna. And there was a Cy Twombly, and now there's a um, uh, an Anselm Kiefer painting on this massive curtain of the opera. And I, I, w- I was just thinking I'd love to make a painting that big and just hang it in the theater and, and document it. And... Well, that kind of led to, that's a bit of a cop-out. I may as well paint in the theatre and let people see me do that, I guess, and do it with music as well. So that's what I've kind of come up with a concept to do that on February 10th. Right. Uh, and and called Live Pressure. And um, somebody has composed music especially for it? Yes, so Ryan Ritchie, a long-term friend and collaborator, he's done a lot of um, music for some of my process-based painting videos, and I've done a few little projects with him. Um, he uh, has been, well, he's a composer, a singer, an arranger. Um, he, he's a rapper, he's a wordsmith, he's, he's a bit of everything. Um, but for this, it's going to be quite, he's going to arrange some ideas, um, but it's going to be pretty improvised too. And mm. so... We're going to kind of hopefully feed off each other while I'm making a, a yeah. playing for about and but with a 12-piece ensemble uh, playing while that's you're right. doing it. Yes. Wow. Yes. That, and that's on the 10th of February. Yes, wow. 10th what? of February, 3 p.m. sharp. It'll be only like 45 minutes in total and about 20 to 25 minutes of just painting and music and then about five minutes of just music with the finished painting, which is important to me too because I want – people to just see the end result yeah. with the music yep. and see the glistening wet paint. Um, yeah. Yeah. How, f- how fantastic. Uh, and where is it? Where, where is all this happening? Uh, so it's happening at Bunjil Place, which yep. is the city of Casey, Nary yep. Warren. And uh, we, we know it well. Place. We interviewed them yes. uh, quite a bit over the time. Uh, and yeah, like the, the, the building alone is absolutely spectacular. Um, yes. Ash, you, you astound me. What, what you do is incredible. And um, as we said at the top, uh, Ash Keating has done an art hunter. So if you want to see some of this work that he's done uh, around the world, uh, check out the art hunter interview with him. And Ash, um, following you on social media, there's always something to look at as well. So it's just um, your Instagram is what? Oh, it's just my name, Ash Keating. Uh, Ash underscore Keating. It pops up straight away. Right, brilliant. Um, but yeah, if, um, if the show is on until March seventeenth, yep. and it's a good it's a good excuse to go southeast. Yeah, at and, some point over the holiday break. Yeah, <laughs> and and see these huge paintings that you've done. Ash, yeah. thanks for chatting with us. Thank. Thank okay, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much. We've been talking to Ash Keating, a visual artist, who has an exhibition called Pressure at uh, Bunjil Place, here, uh, in, which is in Nary Warren. Yep. Now, just, just to add to that, uh, David, is that 
as part of the exhibition, it's going on to the 17th of November. You mentioned the live performance on the 10th of February, but there is a list of other things that mm. will actually be happening. So if, if you if your listeners are interested, just go onto the uh, the Bunjil Place website and you'll have a list of other performances. There's dance pieces and some meditation discussions yep. all around and centred around Ash's work yep. that's actually on display. So we'll see you all next week. See ya. Bye for now. Here on Joy 94.9, Sunday Arts Magazine. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.